welcome back to the Tea and a Buddy podcast. I'm Dominic. And I'm Erica. And today we're going to be talking about something that's very old and the first legal document in Britain. The Doomsday Book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know, did you? Didn't know that's what we were talking about today, did you? No, but you're always going on about the Doomsday Book. (laughs) Yeah, the Doomsday Book. It's all people care about. (laughs) What? I mean... Is it? (laughs) I mean, it it is the earliest uh, thing. People go, oh, the Magna Carta surely is, you know. Yeah. But it's... No, that that was much later on, the Magna Carta. I mean, I... School was a long time ago. <laughs> I don't think you. I, I don't know if you. The Doomsday Book. It's like it's. It's uh, no. We never ever learned about the Doomsday Book in school. We learned about the Magna Carta. The I don't Doomsday remember what the Magna book. Carta is. You are the first person I've ever heard utter the words Doomsday Book. The Doomsday <laughs> Book. Yeah, it's the because, Book of Doomsday. Well, no. <laughs> no, because listen, because Doomsday over here, right, is like. <laughs> It's doomsday, doomsday. It's the day that like something well, bad is gonna happen. You know, you know, you know. That's why it's called that because it's like the last judgment. It was like you know, the last kind of like, you know, it refers to like you know, the last judgment, the the last, the final document. You know, the what? doomsday book. You know, it refers to the final it's document, but it was the first D-O-O-M document. It's not spelled D O O M either. It's spelled D O M E S. Doomsday. Like Doomsday, yeah. You freaking British people. (laughs) But people call it the Doomsday. You're you're always mispronouncing things and saying it's the right way to pronounce it. Oi! You know what? Oh, D-E-R-B-Y is Darby, is it? No, it's really not. (laughs) She's on a rant today. (laughs) And it's because the blinds are closed. That's why. I hate it when it's dark in here. I closed the blinds because it was getting too stuffy in here. (sighs) You guys... I need light. Need light. She needs to go in. She needs to walk towards the light. Walk <laughs> towards the light. Oh my God. Get on with your doomsday. <laughs> the doomsday book, it was compiled in 1085, 1086, and it's one of the few historical records whose name is familiar to most people in Britain. Because if you say the doomsday book, oh yeah, the doomsday book, <laughs> isn't it, mate? Oh, yeah, yes. I was reading that last week, <laughs> wasn't I? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's cracking! Oh, read yeah, that the, the Doomsday, Doomsday Book. Doomsday Book, that's my favorite. <laughs> it's the earliest public record, so it was like the Great Survey. It was done by William the Conqueror. It seems weird that we wouldn't have been taught that in school, but no, I don't remember ever hearing. Because most history in school, right? You, th- you know, I don't know what the earliest thing you can remember being taught in history. What, what's the first thing? Because I can remember in uh, high school, like secondary Pangea. school. Oh, that was that. You went back that far? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, not in Britain. Ten sixty six is when it all started for us. Oh my god! And that's before that. You know, it's not even Romans. You know, it's like it's after the Romans and everything. You know. Yeah. And the uh, the 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 Alfred the I Great. I think we've period. talked about that in a podcast before. Yeah, because I remember it was like ten sixty six. William the Conqueror. That was the first page of this textbook. I was reading, you know, <laughs> English history starts then, oh God. when William ha- Beca- then, then when the Norman guys, invasion. Then you guys have no right to say anything about the fact that we... Tell us we have no right. That we stop learning about world history once America begins, and then it's just like American history from then on out. What? What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um... It's the earliest public record, the foundation document of the National Archives, 
and a legal document that is still valid as evidence of title to land. But I'm still not understanding so why it's, like, it's you, called Doomsday. Live... <laughs> I still don't, it still doesn't make any sense to me. You know, oh, th- Friday, it's Doomsday. <laughs> doomsday is something like, you know, it's Doom, isn't it? <laughs> it's nicknamed the Doomsday Book by the native English. Okay. After God's final day of judgment, when every soul would be assessed and against which there could be no appeal. When every soul will be assessed. Okay, because this is basically a census, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, it's a census, yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's a great survey. What happened is... William the Conqueror came over and he was like, I need to, like, bring this together because Edward the Confessor was the last king of England. This is the Horrible Histories version of of history now. <laughs> I mean, they probably covered it. Horrible Histories. William the Conqueror came over. And, and he came over <laughs> and, you know, he took back, he took... He, Gain control of the Norman invasion, everything, you know, he start, he, bu- he built Windsor Castle and all the other castles that were like, you know, he started up that. Built all thing. the castles. Built all the castles. Yeah. And then he decided, wait a minute, all these people owe probably owe tax. I've got to figure this out. Okay, yeah. So I've got to take a survey of the land. Yeah. Of England, mm-hmm. as it were. Uh, Wales and Scotland were not part of the Doomsday Book. Well, only certain parts of like the borders of Wales and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, it was just England. It was yeah. just, and and there's some parts of England that aren't included. I'll get that. I'll get to that later. Though. Well, Scot- Scottish people were heathens at this time, weren't they? Well, yeah. I mean, it was still kind of like, oh, they're the barbarians. Barbarians. That's yeah, it. and the Welsh were kind of like, oh, they they were a bit barbar barbaric as well. Yeah, know? barbaric. Um, barbaric barbaric yes i'm pr- mispronouncing things because i live in america now oh, is that oh why? yes it is <laughs> but it's you know it was like it was drawn up on the orders of king william III, describes in remarkable detail the land holdings and resources of late 11th century england mm-hmm. demonstrating the power of the government machine in the first century of the new millennium Oh, yeah, it would have been the new millennium, 10, you know. You're getting this information from where? The BBC. Okay. Yeah. Um, the BBC, unbiased. I thought you, I thought you were going to say, my head. My, my head. head. My head, my doomsday book. <laughs> and it's deep thirst for information. You know, it's just kind of like everybody, want, you know, you needed to know this information. <laughs> I so need to could, know. So you could, t- you, you could collect the taxes and everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like it was unparalleled in Europe because no one else had done that. No one else had thought, oh, let, let's, let's oh, take it. Oh, really? It was like the first census, I guess you could call it. Yeah. You know, ever. Mm. Taken by anyone. <gasps> that reminds me. What does it remind you of? Um, The 1950 census is supposed to come out this month, I think. Well, you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> you missed your chance there. I don't. I don't. Don't, oh. you be t- don't you begin making fun of the Doomsday Book when you're going to look at the Doomsday Book? No, I'm very interested in genealogy for anybody who's been following this podcast for a while. Yeah, it comes out this month, the American 1950 census, because you guys did it every every one, every one on the one on the one on the one. Yeah, yeah. And I think the most recent, you guys have like a seventy. The, I- the Irish census was taken this year too. You guys have like a hundred year rule or something. So a uh, hundred years, yeah. Because on the Irish census, they did like a time capsule section where you could write in something for to be you know in twenty one twenty two. Yeah. Um, be read then, you know, because it's a hundred year rule and everything, you know. Yeah. 
before it's uh, released to the public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Because, like, we're on the 1950 census because I think we just have, like, a 70-something year rule. But you guys have a 100-something year rule. So I think the most recent census that you guys have out is, like, the 1921 census. Anyway, we're off topic here. But, I mean, it's census-related. It's census-related, yeah. The Great Survey. (laughs) It's what what they called it, the Great Survey. Okay, yeah. According to the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, the decision was taken at... This is why why it was compiled. The decision was taken at William's Christmas Court in Gloucester in 1085, and his men were sent all over England into every shire to find out how many hides there were in the shire, what land and cattle the king had himself in the shire, what dues he ought to have in twelve months from the shire. Also, he had a record made of how much his land his how much land his archbishops had, his bishops and his abbots and earls, and what or how much everyone who was in England had. Yeah. So very narrowly did he have it investigated that there was no single hide nor yard of land, nor indeed one ox or cow or pig which was left out and not put down in his record. I... And these records were brought to him afterwards. So, you know, it was like a big census. It was like, come, they went to your house I and wonder said, if... how many people live in here? What's your names? Mm-hmm. What do you do as a job? Yeah. Uh, what have you got in there? You got land? You got slaves? Yeah. How many animals do you have? Yeah. Um... I wonder, do you do you know or do you have the information? Um, is this like where last names came into play or I, were they already a thing before this time? I'm not sure. It doesn't really say here. Because, you know, at some, at some point, if you go back far enough, like nobody had last names. Yeah. They were just like, um, they were the name of the place that they lived or whatever. You know, like, like Leonardo da Vinci means he was from Vinci, you yeah. know. Um, and then they started being like, oh, that's David's son. So Davidson. they're Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> that's their last name, you yeah. know. He's David and they are all his, <laughs> they're all his kids. So they're all Davidson, you know. There was two books as well. It was never a single volume. There was The Great Doomsday and The Little Doomsday. <laughs> oh, shut up with that's The a- Little Doomsday. <laughs> It's just a doomsday. little doomsday. Don't worry. It's, it's just, just a little one. It's just one. a little doomsday. <laughs> just a little one. Just for your, your you know, pleasure here. Oh, my God. Doomsday was never a single volume, but originally two books, Great Doomsday and Little Doomsday, <laughs> which was a longer version covering the counties of Essex, Norfolk, the lo- the and Suffolk. The Little Doomsday was a longer version. Which was never written up into the main volume. Okay. It's now contained within five volumes, having been rebound in 1984 to improve the prospects for its preservation in, for another millennium. Great Doomsday was mostly written by a single scribe with the hand of a second clerk appearing, mm. checking his work and adding some notes and further entries. Minor errors were inevitable and led to some inconsistencies for later sh- scholars to worry over. Because it was all written in medieval Latin. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, you know, it had to be translated and everything, you know. yeah. What really annoys me, right, and this is going getting back on to the genealogy topic here, is that because of this, right, like, in Britain there's records going all the way back to the freaking Doomsday book. <sighs> Go, going doomsday. all the way back to Doomsday, okay? And, but for some reason, we are unable to trace your freaking family roots. They were not in the so Doomsday. I think that's more to do with the fact that they're in Scotland and Scotland's tightened up everything rules, I, all its rules regarding Scotland's people and all barbarians. that. Barbarians. Kind of, 
Yeah, and and, and I'm talking and I'm talking in the Highlands now. Yeah, because that's where I am from the Highlands. Even you know, which you know, 1745 was like the Jacobite Revolution, wasn't it? So mm. you know, who knows what was going on up there? No one was keeping any records. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, even though I've done I've done so much research, somebody tell me if you can if if you also into ancestry um if you can remember what year here in america we started recording a census because i think it was like i mean they had them going all the way back to the 1700s but they would literally just do like the man of the house's names and then just tick 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 for like the number of people there's this many people under the age of 10 there's this many people under the age of 20 and and you get no one's names or anything so they're like very kind of useless really yeah (laughs) but it, it seems weird i don't know why they did it that way if they if they all the way back in the 10 hundreds were putting everyone's name in the house do you I mean, know was it everyone's name or was it still just well, the man of the house? The the Eli inquest lists the questions asked by the commissioners. Okay. And they inquired what the manor was called, who held it at the time of King Edward, who holds it now, how many hides there are, measurement of land of for taxation purposes between 60 and 120 acres. So it was like how much land do you have so we can figure out how much tax you owe. Yeah. How many plows held by the Lord and how many <laughs> belonging to the peasants? How many villains? I think it's villa it's spelled V-I-L-L-E-I-N-S. The wealthiest of the unfree peasants who had to pay his Lord labor service and rent. Hmm. I don't know what that was. How many cotters, an unfree peasant with a holding of land up to five acres? Because everybody who wasn't the Lord was a peasant back then, yeah. right? <laughs> how many slaves, unfree man or woman? How many free men? How many soak men? Equivalent to a freeman, but owing dues for his lo- to his lord for his holding. Yeah. I guess it's like a tenant. Yeah. Um, how much woodland? How much meadow? How much pasture? How many mills? How many fisheries? How much had been added to or taken away from the estate? What it used to be worth altogether? What it is worth now? Okay. All this was to be recorded three times, as it was in the time of King Edward before... 1066 what it was when king william gave it and as it is now it is and it was also to be noted whether more tax revenue could be taken than is being taken now so it doesn't really specify the names of the people then does it not really no i mean i'd have to look up the actual book i think it's online i think they started putting it online in 2011 yeah and it was compiled at an amazing speed for an age without computers or rapid <laughs> means of communication, and where most of the population could neither read nor write. <laughs> God, yeah. The returns was then summarized and reshaped. The scribes followed a set of pattern in their organization of the data. Each county section began with an entry describing all the boroughs, followed by a list of landholders, and then a detailed description of their manners. That's so crazy, isn't it? Like, this was in the ten hundreds. And to think that, like, when I'm researching genealogy, 
that that still was going on like in some of these small towns yeah. here in America when they when they were taking the census like some of these families who were farmers and stuff like they still couldn't read and write even in like the 1920s you know and so the census taker was the one that was writing all the information down so there's a lot of misinformation in the census records just because like there's nobody yeah. to actually spell the na- their names yeah. or their last name or whatever so the census taker has to just basically make write it down oh, well no they write down phonetically what they think it is, how yeah. it sounds you know yeah. and then you have like you add in an accent to that and so somebody that's got a real hillbilly like drawl no. and you can't doesn't really pronounce yeah. things or big and you don't know you know it's like just whatever the, right. whatever the census taker yeah. thinks they they heard is what they oh, yeah. is what they record down and sometimes it's just like the name is way off and so when you're when you're researching this and you're like do I have the correct family it's kind of difficult sometimes because the names will be so drastically different yeah, because, yeah. because the family itself was not the ones writing their information down yeah. it was these census takers but it's just crazy to me to think like 900 years that had been going on, you know, for like 900 years. Well, I mean, you know, they, they you know, for the, they had the somebody knocking on the door, <laughs> like, give me your information, you know. Yeah. Most of the names that appear in are those of landowners. Okay. Who appears in the Doomsday Book. Okay. The king and his family held about 17% of the land, bishops and abbots about 26%, because the church obviously okay, had a so lot of land. Okay, so probably the peasants' names weren't in there. No. They, so I, we couldn't. Unless you're related to royalty, we wouldn't be able to trace your family. All all the way back to this. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they were just, like, working the land or whatever, you know. And around 190 tenants in chief held about 54%. Some holdings were huge, with some 12 barons controlling nearly a quarter of the country. But it is not always easy to distinguish between individuals with the same names who may have held lands in the same county or oh, across Lord. a number of different counties. Oh, my God. You guys, everybody in Dominic's family on his Welsh side is named, like, William Williams. William Williamson Williams. And then not even just in Dominic's family. Like, everybody in Wales with the last name William Williams is William Williams. William like, Williams. just back, and their father's n- the name was William Williams, and their father, and their father, and it's just like, now, what the uh, fuck? Now, do you mean do- Billy Williams, or do you mean <laughs> William, like, his father? It's like, it's like <laughs> how do I know that I've got the right family? Yeah. And it's like, Anglo-Saxon names appear mainly as undertenants of Norman lords. Some 4,000 4, to 5,000 entries relate to Anglo-Saxon lords such as Elfric the pre-conquest lord of March Gibbon in Buckinghamshire. Oh, my God. Who Doomsday Records paid his rent miserably and with a heavy heart, (laughs) providing definitive proof of rights to land and obligations to tax and military service. Oh, my God. That is so hilarious. Do you guys watch um, The Last Kingdom? The Last Kingdom. Absolute brilliance, Dominic and I are, you know, we're sitting there watching it sometimes, and we're just like, okay, wait. I I thought this person's name was... Elfwick or whatever. Oh no, he's, he's Elfwin or you know, and the names are so similar. Each and everybody's name is so Elf, similar. Elfrin, yeah. It's just like it, it's impossible to kind of keep up with who they're talking about when they're just mentioning other people, other characters, you know, that yeah. are not on the screen at the moment. It's just like, oh, okay, who? Yeah, I don't know. That's. I mean, 
yeah, I mean, what doesn't appear in Doomsday, the Doomsday book does not cover certain important cities such as London, Winchester, Bristol, and the Borough of Tamworth, nor Northumberland and Durham, or much of Northwest England. Yeah, because, I mean, it was too close to Scotland, I guess. For Wales, why, why for, would they not include London though? I I don't know I don't know because maybe because too many people too many people or the you know the king that you know didn't want it to be. That's very weird. I don't know. Yeah, for Wales, only parts of certain border areas included. Neither was it ever fully completed, being abandoned at some stage early in the reign of William Rufus, who succeeded to the throne in 1087. Not every place that existed in 1086 appears in the Doomsday Book. We now. We know this from other evidence, such as Anglo-Saxon charters, architectural evidence, or the origins of the place name itself. The place names found in the Doomsday Book are township and estate names, and may include other villages and hamlets that receive no specific mention in the text. For example, the Doomsday entry for Shepshed near Loughborough (laughs) includes the settlements of Longwatton, Lockington, and Hemington, but they are not specifically mentioned. Yeah, because, you know, like, a lot of these, like, towns and stuff... In their Wikipedia entry, goes oh um appearing in the Doomsday Book, you know, so it's been around as it's oh. been it's been a town as long as long as then, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So like Loughborough, you know. Yeah, it's been around since you know. Whereas like Milton Keynes wasn't a town until nineteen six the sixties. You know, they created that. Yeah, that was like the first like experiment town you know <laughs> experiment. It, the, town. it was tra- it was kind of like they they wanted to create a town. To like you know like modern town you know like like a boom town but I don't think it really oh, yeah. took off you know hmm. but the little doomsday book it's the little doomsday book it's not it's refers to its physical size and not the content it's like a little golden book with a, with a, with with a little gold spine it has a little puppy in the corner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's um. Little refers to its physical size, not the content, as it is more detailed than Great Doomsday, notably in its description of livestock belonging to the manor. Doomsday Suffolk, for example, records 434 goats and two donkeys. Oh yeah, I was going to say, I, I it wonder was a work if... of several clerks, perhaps as many as seven, and was neatly but hurriedly written, resulting again in minor errors. They were like, oh, we have to, we have to do this. That's why, probably why they didn't do London, because it was just so many people there. That's interesting too, though, isn't it? To rec- that they recorded the animals because then you can kind of tell, like, oh, how much money are they re- making? Well, not not even that. Just like, oh, there's no horses mentioned. Yeah, they didn't have horses yet. You know, somebody hadn't brought horse. I mean, I'm just using that as an example. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it can tell you all kinds of stuff, can it? I mean, yeah, it can. Because I mean, the thing with with that is like you know it's it was a great survey a great census and it was just kind of like you know it's a valuable document that you know it was abandoned because i mean it would have taken that's why that's why i guess london and stuff wasn't mentioned why was know? it abandoned though because i guess rufus was like ah sod it you know can't be, <laughs> can't be bothered doing it you know sod it. <laughs> it's just like it takes too much you know, you know what actually you just Scrap this whole project. I Scrap really this whole project. Let someone else deal with it. I can't be bothered. I'm just, you know. <laughs> and it was on to like, you know, like, Ray the King, you know. Okay. <laughs> so It was just to see how much tax was owed. And he wanted to kind of like, you know. So, so 
What? Wait, this is so confusing. So it was created and then it was abandoned and then what? Like I there mean, was it, not another doomsday book well, the I mean, next the, year. The census um I think it was like 1801 when a pro- the, the actual census started, you know. Oh, wow, that is so crazy. You know, it was like I think that was 1801 when the like the the first proper kind of like census started what we know of today as this as the proper census. So it's sort of the equivalent of like Romans bringing in plumbing and then they left. Yeah, well, yes. And then and years I, I, later nobody, nobody remembered how to do plumbing. <laughs> yeah, cuz it's like the Romans brought pr- plumbing and they brought something roads and stuff yeah but yet when they left everybody was just like oh we don't need all that fancy schmancy plumbing and indoor plumbing and whatever you know and so then it went away we'll just keep we'll just keep doing it out the window and (laughs) you know and whatever and then so then it went away and then somebody had to reinvent it after (laughs) somebody had to go well actually the romans were onto something now with that indoor plumbing Oh my god! So so then, I mean, basically, it's like they came back later. Oh, remember that Doomsday book? We should really do that again. <laughs> so, God, we should we should actually create the census and see who's here. Uh, <laughs> the women in Doomsday. Some women's names appear in Doomsday. The most prominent was Judith, Countess of Northumbria and Huntingdon, who was King William's niece. One Aelgar was granted enough land to live on by the Sheriff of Trent in return for teaching his daughter the art of gold embroidery. Others are anonymous, such as the one poor woman of Barfriston in Kent, who only appears in the text because she had to make an annual payment of three, three, qu- three and three quarters. Oh, D. I don't know what D is in old money. Someone will know. Dimes. D- dimes, yes. <laughs> although for what is not recorded. Although for what is not recorded, I don't know. Exceptionally... Although for what, yeah, they don't know what she was having to pay for. for what is not recorded, yeah, Yeah. that's right, yeah. Exceptionally, Aza of of Scorby in Yorkshire is noted as holding her land separate and free from the control of power of Bjorn Fleur. I guess that was like a Dane or something. Oh, yeah. Bjorn Fleur, her husband, even when they were together. Now separated, she had withdrawn all her own land and possessed it as a lady. So she had all her stuff, her assets, like not tied up with him you know <laughs> so you wouldn't they had a prenup yeah they had a prenup basically <laughs> she was like you're not getting any of this and i'm putting in the doomsday book too to tell them <laughs> where if this was abandoned like it, it's kind of shocking that they even kept it uh yeah because i mean you know it's like oh you would you would have thought that an abandoned project they would have just tossed into the fire I, yeah <laughs> Like, oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna use this after all. Since... I think, I think it was a case of like the, the king wanted to abandon it, and all the clerks were like, "We've worked so hard on this. No, we'll just tell him we burned it. <laughs> it's like whatever, and we'll just put it somewhere else." The first general population census of eighteen oh one had a similar requirement behind it at a time when England was threatened with invasion from revolutionary France. I guess they wanted to get people. You know who who lives in England, and just in case France invades, and we don't know, you know, who's, you know, we get it back, and we don't know, you know, we don't because, know if those sneaky French people are just yes. pretending to be English. You know, because what the Doomsday Book, this survey and audit would clearly establish who held what in the wake of the Norman Conquest itself. 
This may be an exaggeration of what actually happened, but it does show how the survey was perceived at the time. Some historians have seen the immediate cause lying in an invasion threat from Denmark and Norway, and William's urgent need for accurate information about the military and other resources at his disposal. So, you know, he was getting the lay of the land, um, seeing how many men there were, how many, you know, who he could raise an army. Yeah. Again, you know, for, yeah. against, you know, in case of reprisal from, you know... Denmark or Norway. Which you know? areas were populated yes. and, and which were just more, you know, open. So like 20 years after King William's successful invasion of England and the mass redistribution of land amongst his followers, it was time to consolidate and define this survey in order it would clearly establish who held what in the wake of the Norman conquest itself. It also clarify what rights and dues were owed to the king and would settle the liability of his great barons to provide military resources in soldiers or cash for a monarch whose campaigning season never ended, you know? Yeah. It's just very... Because it's just kind of like... that. Yeah, as you said, you know, when it was abandoned, you know, because it was an ongoing thing, it would have taken a long time, you know, to do the whole of England. So yeah. I guess him abandoning it, Rufus, who ascended the throne after William the Conqueror died... Yeah. He was just like, oh, I'm not going to bother doing that. On to <laughs> doing whatever, you know. So th- I, I imagine everybody was like, well, we've got to keep this because it's like, it's a record. Yeah. It's a public record, you know, in the barons of... I don't know. It just seems so, it just seems so crazy that, and, and they, that man- they did keep it. And, I you mean- know, because it's in the the National Archive now. I think yeah, I was going to say, where is it? The, the, the manuscript is. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's in the British Museum. I think it's in the National Archives. Oh, so you can't actually go see it. Yeah, yeah, you can go and see it. Where do they have it available? Where's it available for me to see? The National Archives. I particularly want to see the Little Doomsday book. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if they they compiled it into... They say, why is it called Doomsday? Well, Doomsday does not appear in the book itself. A book written about the Exchequer in 1176... States that the book was called Doomsday as a metaphor for the Day of Judgment, as, as we spoke, spoke about before. But, yeah, no, you can go see it in the National Archives. The manuscript is on display. Where are the National Archives? In London. In London. Yes, yes. We, we imagine that they were probably yeah. in London, and that's, but we don't know where. They're by Kew Gardens. That's where <laughs> they are. Do you know where that is? Where, Where's so, Kew Gardens? Kew Gardens, it's in London. <laughs> no, I mean... You know that's where that's where all the art that's where all the art you have to go there to do research. Yeah. So you know if you wanted to do like research on like um, that's where they all go. You know who do you think you are? Yeah, yeah. It's like you know someone's just like oh I'm I'm uh you know I'm I'm related to royalty I think and uh, oh you'll have to go to the national archives and see if that's true or whatever you know because that's where I, that's where a record of that will be kept. Yeah. Yeah. But see, you learn about the doomsday book in school then, do you? Very briefly. Very briefly learned about it. I think I only heard about it later on in more in depth. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, it's like, in school, it was kind of like, yeah, I can't really remember what we... I mean, we learned about the big major points, like the Norman invasion, the peasants' revolt, mm-hmm. um, the Spanish armada, uh, Henry VIII, uh, and his six wives. Yeah. And, you know, like, the you know, like, things that were done, you know, I mean, it was very much the major points of history, which I guess is the same thing over here, where after 
the revolution. It's like the what you said. There was the revolution, and then it was like the World War Two. That's all I remember. <laughs> Learning yeah, about, yeah, you know. Yeah. And it's like I don't know why that. Would I mean, be. we had Texas history. That was like a separate thing. We never really learned about World War One or Two. It was just kind of brushed over. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but the way you go on about the Doomsday Book. <laughs> I only go on about it because... It was, I mean, for me, for me, you're always like, the Doomsday Book this and the Doomsday Book that. You know, I just felt like it must have been a very, like, must have left a lasting impression on you when you learned I, this I, in I, school. I, I actually don't remember learning about it in school. <laughs> Why are you always talking about the Doomsday Book? Because we're, to me. The, the dooms- because you were talking about the... <laughs> You guys, I'm not exaggerating. He's always like, like censuses and stuff like that. Like you know, everything like, oh, we talk oh, about. Oh yeah, it's in the Doomsday Book, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, in the Doomsday. Like book. everything we talk about, he finds a way to like slip in the Doomsday Book into the conversation. It's like well in the Doomsday Book. <laughs> so so like, just oh. the other day, we were having breakfast, weren't we? And I said, yeah, and it's in the doomsday book that we're having this breakfast. <laughs> we'll have to put this breakfast down in the doomsday book. I mean, I don't. You, it's like, I don't do that, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I talk about it when you talk about genealogy or something. I it's guess. Just, it's like, oh, well, how far does stuff go back in Britain? Oh, how, what's the, I was like, well, the doomsday book. And you're like, what is the Doomsday Book? Why is it called the Doomsday Book? What is Doomsday? Why do you keep talking about I this I know book? what Doomsday is, but it doesn't seem to have much to do with with. It's the last judgment. Book. That's what it was supposed to be. It's like the final judgment. Okay, the so. final countdown. I mean, that was like a roller coaster. Because at first we thought, oh, this was the start of all the censuses and we could trace everything back to this point. But then no, then we learned that it was just abandoned. It was abandoned by King Rufus. You know, like these... They King start... Doofus, more like. <laughs> King William Rufus, <laughs> who ascended to the throne after William the Conqueror's death. William, yeah. I think he was William II, I guess. And he was just like, I don't want to bother with this anymore. Burn it. And then the people I were like, I, I'm, not, I'm not burning that. That's my, that's my, my life's work. That's my life's work. I've traveled to North... Burn it, King Doofus says. I, I'll I show to him. Suffolk. I'll show him. I'll stick it and under I, my mattress and there it shall stay. And it's quite cool because, you know, if you think about it, you know, stuff like that doesn't exist or no. shouldn't exist, you know, because back then, you know, it's like, oh, you had the land as a, in Shropshire and, and, and Essex and Wessex and whatever, you know. Yeah. It's like ancient lands. It always blows my mind, you know, like, like cleaning out my grandmother's storage, for example, yeah. right? We sometimes find old, we've, or we have sometimes found old letters or something like that. And they're, they're only like from the, the 50s or the 60s and the paper is quite sometimes it can be a little bit frail you know yeah so it's just like and that was only like what 60 70 years ago you know yeah and so i'm just thinking about a book that is from 10 what 1066 you said 1086 1086 like how does that it was 20 it was like 20 years after the invasion how does it last in a country that is so damp that literally the walls grow mold <laughs> seriously it's not i a don't joke. know I, yeah i don't know how they managed to kind of keep the manuscript from 
that's very away. that's very like they must have the emo you know the emoji they, they, with the with the head ex- top of the head exploding yeah. off it's it's that isn't it yeah it's just like it's kind of mind blowing to think about that i mean yeah i mean i don't know how they managed to kind of like preserve it and put it in the national archives yeah and then to think like you know there's fires and there's a period in british history when everything was built of timber you know and then it would catch on fire and everything burnt down and there's like nothing left of you know certain chunks of history in in london particularly well yeah yeah and yet this book is still you know hanging around and then the little one too with the puppy in the corner It was just a little doomsday book. <laughs> just a little doomsday book that, you know, but it had a it lot a more cute, information. It, it was, was like a an addendum. Version. It was like an addendum to the great one, you know. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> all right. I don't know. Do you have anything else to say? I don't think so. I think we're all doomsdayed out. We're doomsdayed out. Yeah. Um. Let us know if you guys had already heard of the doomsday book before this podcast. As always, we are not like educators. <laughs> in case you were, we do. We'll, in case you we, were will say, we will say though wow. Wow. that remarkably, three original manuscripts of the Doomsday Book survive. X on Doomsday is a fair copy of returns for the southwestern counties. Little Doomsday records data for Essex, Norfolk, and Suffolk. And then there's the Great Doomsday Book, which which is everywhere else. Okay. So those are the manus- those are the you know those are the manuscripts they had you know, mm. but the two uh, but I think the the Axon Doomsday was like incorporated into the Little Doomsday book at some point, and then there's like five volumes of something, and you know it just all got like you know and it's all held by the National Archives, and you know created in 1086. I mean, yeah, the Great Doomsday book. <laughs> I just. The little doomsday book. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, I think that's all we've got to say on the matter (laughs) of the doomsday book. I mean, if you're not bored by now (laughs) about hearing about the doomsday book, and I will continue to talk about the doomsday book. No, no. Oh, to me, yes. To you, no. Um, We're done. We're cutting him off now. He's, he's, doomsday. He's done all his doomsdaying that he's allowed to do in this podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in, as always. Um, Keep in mind that we are not professionals. And we are not, we're not teachers. We're not teachers. We haven't we're got not, our teaching certificate yet. Yeah. Like, we're just talking, you know. <laughs> just talking. As I said, he's always going on about the Doomsday Book. So I was like, you know what? I've never heard of the Doomsday Book before, Let's talk about before it. I met you. Maybe some of our listeners probably haven't either. So maybe that's something we could just talk about. And of course, you know, we have to kind of pull up some information in order to talk about it because... Well, we don't want to, like, just talk about it and not know what we're talking about, you know, like... Well, yeah, what's the point then, you know? Yeah, we're just we're rattling, just, our, we're just heads rattling our heads. Which, which we do anyway, and you enjoy it. We do. I mean, it's what you yes. tune in for, It's what you honest. tune in for. Um, and... To talk about the great Doomsday Book and the little Doomsday Book. <laughs> then thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate your patience. <laughs> If you've made it this far, well done you. Um, thank you as always for your support. Be sure to follow us on social media. We oh, are yeah. at T Buddy, T 
T-E-A-B-U-T-T-Y on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we'll talk to you next time. We will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye.